Welcome to the Gazette's Fact Checker Podcast. I'm Erin Jordan. I'm the Gazette's investigative reporter. I'm Elijah Dishas, the Gazette's features reporter. I'm Michaela Ram, the Gazette's healthcare reporter. And I'm Marissa Payne, the Gazette's Cedar Rapids government reporter. And today we're going to go south. We're going to go south to the southern border of the United States, um, the, the border that we share with Mexico. Um, this is a claim that we're checking from Senator Joni Ernst. She's tweeted it. She's written a news release about it. She's gone on Fox News to talk about it. So she has made this claim several times. Uh, but what she posted on Twitter May 24th was, um, quote, American taxpayers are paying $3 million per day for contractors to guard unused southern border wall materials. And of course, this is related to the border wall system that former President Donald Trump, uh, you know, ran, ran on in 2016 and that he um, ordered to be started, I think, at a cost of about a 15 million, 15 billion dollars had been appropriated for that um, in, in different ways over his presidency. And during the Trump presidency, about 450 miles of that border wall system was built, um, according to uh, Customs and Border Protection. They reported that to U.S. News. So, but when President Joe Biden came into office, he halted construction on the wall. That was one of the things that he ran on, that he was going to stop um, constructing the border wall. But there were a lot of materials that were already on those sites, at those different construction sites. These include these um, steel um, panels and um, other materials that they were using to build the wall. So uh, six Senate Republicans, including Ernst and Senator Chuck Grassley, um, now have proposed the Build It Act, which would require or have the federal government turn over unused border wall materials to southern states that want to continue building the wall on their own state land. Um, So just kind of going to this number, you know, Ernst and Grassley and these others um, have made the statement about the $3 million a day being spent on guarding border wall materials. And when we asked for sourcing on this claim, Ernst staff pointed us to a July 2021 report by Republicans on the U.S. Senate Subcommittee on Government Operations and Border Management, which is within the Committee on Homeland Security and Government Affairs. So if you didn't know about this committee before, I didn't either. But It's the minority report there um, from that group. And they um, had a statement in there. They said the Biden administration is paying contractors at least three million per day to guard steel, concrete and other materials in the desert. Um, The report said that number was down from six million dollars per day um, in total daily costs immediately after construction was ended. Um, The Republicans on the committee said they learned the information, quote, through interviews and writ communication with Department of Defense officials. So at first, when I was thinking about this claim, I thought, you know, this this may be one of those ones that's impossible for us to verify because the this committee didn't name its DOD sources. It didn't cite a particular report from the Department of Defense or from anyone else. Um, but so I reached out to the Department of Defense itself and said, what what about this claim? Is this accurate? And then the agency did get back to me um, yesterday on Wednesday. They said, um, quote, when the DOD funded border barrier program was initially suspended in January 2021, the suspension cost impacts ranged from three to four million per day. So these included these costs included the impact for contracted workforce, equipment, and materials. 
However, these costs have declined over time as contractors, this is them too responding. These costs have declined over time as contractors complied with the subsequent termination for convenience direction. Um, contractors have returned equipment, terminated subcontractor arrangements, and laid off staff. They say the DOD now is spending approximately 88000 per day to cover contract costs related to the termination of border barrier construction. Um, they say the funds are used primarily to secure the construction sites. Um, there's 18 sites along the southern border that have excess materials there. Ten of those are on federal land with the eight, on pri eight others on private land. Um, the temporary lease of the private land is included in the $88,000 per day. So, um, I mean, I guess just we can get back to, um, you know, some of this other context a minute. But I mean, the, this $88,000 per day is almost a year after that initial report that um, Ernst it cited from. And um, it's like less than 3% of the $3 million per day she cited. <clears throat> so, I mean, I think just in terms of a grade, um, I, I think there's the, you know, there's the idea that, yeah, if she had done this, this claim last summer, um, I could see it being, you know, we could probably give her an A on it. But, um, you know, given that we were able to get answers, get updated numbers from the Department of Defense that show that it's significantly less, it seems like she could have or possibly already has those numbers. I don't know. Um, so I think that her claim is is pretty far off at this point. So I suggest giving her a D um, with the one, you know, like thing that would save it from an F grade being that she was right according to these earlier numbers. Um, but I mean, let's talk about that first and then we can come back to some of this other context about the Build It Act. Does that sound okay? Yeah, I think you're spot on with this, um, giving it a D. I think this is exactly what the D grade was built for. Um, something that was true, but is no longer true. So yeah, I would completely agree. Um, like you said, it's more than a year old and this information could have been determined by her office as well. I mean, maybe this is a moot point, uh, especially given that this is kind of an old number, but it, it sounds like that $3 million wasn't used specifically just to guard the materials too, right? That might be kind of another, you know, point deduction against Erd's favor that, you know, she sort of makes it seem that $3 million figure is just to kind of staff the guards or whatever might be included with that. Yeah, I think that's true. And, you know, guarding makes it sound like it's this kind of perpetual thing that we're always going to be paying for. I think initially it was higher because they had made contracts with maybe some of these private companies and they wanted to wind them down and continue paying people that expected to be, you know, getting some pay for those positions and didn't want to just cut that off abruptly and maybe couldn't because of contractual ob obligations. So I think that was why it was higher then than now, in part. And do we have a timeline of when they sort of, did they share a timeline when they anticipated this cost wouldn't really exist anymore? I did not get that from DOD. Um, you know, I put pretty much everything from their response in here. I mean, they did say, um, let's see here. They said... The Department of Defense is disposing of border wall materials through the Defense Logistics Agency and 
and you know, I guess in theory, they would uh, as as less materials are there, and they can clear those out from specific sites. You'd think those costs would go down further, right? Yeah, that's such a that's such a dramatic jump from three million to eighty eight thousand a day. Do we know? Like, is the majority of that eighty eight thousand just leasing private land, or are there some other substantial expenses outlined in that as well? I mean, like I said, I put everything they told me in the story. So, I mean, what they say is that temporary lease of private land is included in the $88,000 per day. And if you've got eight private sites, you know, I don't know how much land at each site or what the going lease rate is, but that's at least part of that. Yeah. Yeah. And those things and kind of the further context that we'll talk about in a bit later in the check also indicates to me the cost will continue to go down, right? We've already seen a significant drop. I don't know how much more significant it'll be, but it certainly won't be $3 million anymore. Yeah, and $88,000 is a lot of money, but I mean, I think it's always important to just remember the context of the federal government you know, budget. The It says the FY23 Depart- Defense Department budget is $773 billion. So to work with. <laughs> Marissa, what do you think about the grade? Yeah, I mean, the senator seems to be just kind of playing on this like Republican talking point of like government deficiency and like let's not leave these resources that we have sitting here go to waste. You know, let's build that wall and um, secure our border. But I mean, kind of to Michaela's point, since Ernst is you know just saying that three million is going toward guarding the unused materials but we see here that it's a little more complex than that there's some like workforce and you know winding down of these contracts the tweet wasn't even entirely truthful like the way that she put it you know because she was leaving out like some of the you know what the money was being used for but i mean i think since she was like getting that three million figure from a government report you know that was the information she had though it was very dated um, you know, I'd agree that's like the one thing that saves it from an F. Okay. Okay, that's great. We're sounds like we're in agreement there. Um, Elijah, you had asked just some um, you know, good questions about why the Build It Act is necessary. And I I mean, I don't know that we can answer that, but I do think it's interesting just some of the context that is included that we included in the check. It's just, um, you know, the federal government is already just trying to, you know, kind of dispose of those materials and dispose of makes it sound like they're like throwing them away. I think what they're trying to do is repurpose those materials. Um, They've turned over about six million dollars in unused border wall. um, This includes 1700 wall panels um, to the state of Texas already. And Texas applied for those panels um, through the surplus program and they received those. Um, so these are these panels had to be shipped from where they were being stored in San Diego to Texas. And the state of Texas is going to use those to build a border wall on state land. That's a project that the governor had announced and that they're moving forward with. Um, the, the Texas didn't need to say as part of their application what they were going to use the steel border wall materials for. I mean, I'm sure the federal government had some inkling, um, you know, what they planned to do, and those were turned over. So I guess I'm not sure why the Build It Act is needed, and I don't know, you know, that um, 
the senators have addressed that. I mean, a part of me just wonders if it's just like good um, material for them to use, you know, with their constituents. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, because if if it's that easy for Texas to get it through the regular surplus route, you know, the only reason I can think of for the Build It Act is to, I have a good pun here, is to galvanize their base. So nice. um, (laughs) And I mean, maybe that could explain the outdated figure. You know, if you have a bigger figure, it's easier to kind of justify this. Yeah. I mean, we've had that before where um, elected officials use like an outdated number because it's more dramatic, you know, whether it's like a gas price increase or something else. But, you know, if there's updated information out there and you don't use it, I think you should be held accountable. Do we know what is happening with the border wall? I know you said that Texas as a state has sort of taken on that initiative. Are other states at the border doing that or is Texas alone in this? That's a good question. I mean, I would guess um, I would guess maybe some other states are. There seems to be this group of um, um, of Republican senators who have kind of banded together on these issues. Um, but I don't know for sure. I'm just Googling it here real quickly. Yeah, it does say there's a story in May um, out of Tucson. It says Arizona's GOP-led legislature votes to spend state money to build border wall. So I think okay. those projects have to be done on state land or like they have to buy the land or whatever it is. But yeah, that is interesting. Then they would craft legislation around material rather than sort of providing the funding piece to these states who are taking this on on their own. But maybe that's just sort of a lost cause. It Or again, like we kind of talked about this more about galvanizing the voters around an issue than anything. But no, I don't know if maybe some of that context would be good just include for readers interested in knowing what's happening with the border wall. I can include just a sentence that it's, you know, that Arizona made this step, you know, that that there's other states considering it. Okay, cool. Well, any other points on this check? No, good to work with this. I'm glad you were able to get the sourcing you needed for it. Yeah, I am really glad too, because otherwise this, I think this would have been one we might've had to leave behind, you know, for not meeting our criteria of being verifiable. A little shout out, I think, is due to the Texas Tribune for their reporting here, because, I mean, this is a really good example of why local news is important. Um, I mean, it wasn't the Washington Post or the New York Times reporting this. It was a local paper. And so they gave us some paper details. I will say the Texas Tribune is... um, it's 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 got some it's got some financial backing. It's like it's not necessarily a local paper. It's like a news nonprofit, but they do good work. And this is a real prime example of that and how you know important journalism is to us in Iowa. Journalism that's being done in different states. Okay, well we we will wrap up here, but just wanted to open it up to our our listeners and readers. If you have any other um, statements you've seen, either in print or things you've heard at a political event or on a commercial, uh, let us know, and we'd be glad to um, take a look. Our email address is factcheckerattheGazette.com. So just to wrap up our pod for today, our, our fact checks are edited by Craig Jamulis. Our podcast is produced by Stephen Colbert. And our music is Lobby Time by Kevin McLeod. I'm Aaron Jordan. I'm Elijah Dishus. I'm Michaela Ram. And I'm Marissa Payne. Until next time, we'll fact check you later.
Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.